Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell it like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sonny D. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast, also for the continued and growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sonny D. Uh, so it appears to kind of be day one of this uh, new uh, phase of the, I guess, COVID-19 battle and uh, impact on us. Uh, I don't want to get into too much of the negatives here. I just hope everybody is being uh, safe, being prudent, taking proper um, precautions, uh, whether that be, you know, the regular hand washing, self-isolation, just being more considerate, more cleanliness, uh, more clean. Uh, cleanliness should be paramount. Uh, so just, you know, taking those simple precautions, um, avoiding any unnecessary, you know, kind of social gatherings. But <clears throat> at the same time, it's tough because life goes on, right? Until otherwise mandated, you know, I was having this conversation with Jess. She's like, I still go to work. Like, I still work in an office setting. Like, I still have to go to work. I don't just get to take the time off. Um, and that's a, that's a, very real and and true statement for a lot of people. So it, I, I understand how it's a very stressful time right now. Um, I'm not trying to belittle that in any means whatsoever. I, my heart goes out to everybody right now. But I think, you know, as everybody says, if we all stay positive, we all band together here. Uh, hopefully we can get all uh, through this as a society. I don't really want to get into too much, you know, hearsay about the virus or any of that. Um, but just taking the necessary precautions. But <clears throat> as such, that kind of leads us into uh, subject for today, which is some at-home workouts. Um, kind of keeping, if you are in isolation, kind of keeping your life going on. Uh, so whether that be, for instance, you are working from home or you are your own boss, you kind of, however that might look, you know, staying engaged, right? Whether that be an opportunity now to take up some learning, you know, reading up on things, catching up on information, uh, which is a big thing I'm, I'm, pro- I'm hoping to get into right now, kind of as we get closer to the summer poker season, whether that's a go or not, uh, whether it looks like everything is moving towards online um, poker-wise, uh, remains to be seen. However, um, the big thing, though, is uh, wanting to be prepared. You know, the worst thing that can happen uh, is not being prepared, getting caught off guard. Uh, So trying to prevent myself from that happening, uh, staying sharp, uh, and we'll see how that goes. I mean, it's 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 easier said than done sometimes. Um, You know, I, I get it for everybody. I'm not preaching that we all need to do that, but it's just something to think about, something to do, maybe pick up some books, take up reading. Uh, you know, I, that, that's another thing I wanted to get into as well over this next period here is just catch up on some old readings, some current readings, whatever it might be. But looking at this as a chance to be like, okay, well, wait a second. You're kind of, is- you, you, if you are isolated or doing the self-isolation, your productivity can actually almost increase drastically in certain other areas because you don't have travel time. You have nowhere that you are going to. 
So you are staying put. So anything you can do from home, you can actually now maximize that time, maximize that effort. So now, of course, if you are sick, you do need to worry about getting better. Again, there is a range of how this illness is affecting people. Again, people are asymptomatic. There's a basketball player came out. Yes, um, it was on. I saw it this morning, actually, on Instagram. Asymptomatic. Right, so completely asymptomatic, didn't even know he was sick, happened to test positive for the virus. I had read a couple of weeks ago that that's the case too. A lot of people technically have been positive for the virus, asymptomatic, which is a double-edged sword, right? So it means that there is a, a good percentage of the population that is getting it, nothing's happening to them, but they are building immunities. They might have mild whatever. Um, the other side of it is because of those mild cases, again, you're spread, you could be spreading it to vulnerable people. So that's the double-edged kind of knife, the dichotomy of how mild symptoms work. For anybody wondering, there are both positives and negatives to it. Um, negative in that the spread, but positive in that it does give a positive outlook on things to understand that, hey, wait a second. Not everybody's uh, impacted in the same way in terms of their health. So that is kind of a glass half full approach there and is reality, right? We've been knowing that since day one, that um, the vast majority of cases are mild. Um, and again, I don't want to start throwing out terms out there, but I mean, there is a lot of panic going on, a lot of fear. And I think that's stemmed in uncertainty. Uh, we don't really know what the informa what information is accurate, what information is being withheld um you know what other truths there are as whilst everything that's being said might be true there might be more truths right so these are it's that uncertainty right now that i think is leading to a lot of um discomfort uh in a you know unease unrest so to speak but nonetheless we can't that's out of our control so what can we control as i said productivity you're stuck at home try to be as productive as you can Catch up on work, get ahead on work, whatever it might be, studying. You know, I, it's funny because I remember being a university student, right? And if something like this had happened, of course, your, your instinct is like, oh, yay, party time, whatever. You ain't seen anybody. Like, you're not going out anywhere. So, I mean, this would have been those times, especially those ladies, man, get ahead, bust ass, come back rock out the end of the the uh, school year, right? So this is a chance for any university students, high school students out there. Um, this could be your chance here to really start catching up on work, getting ahead, studying. I'll say this, and something, you know, I was telling uh, one of my academic mentors, I was telling her son this, nobody has ever begrudged putting in the work to get what they want. When they get achieve their goals, they don't look back and be like, Fuck, man, putting in the work was shit. That was ass. I don't want to do this. Nobody's ever said that. So put in the fucking work. So now's a chance to kind of do a little catch up. Get a little more ahead on the work. You know, put in some time. Get in there. I know right now, for instance, ball hockey's canceled. So that kind of gets into my whole thing about at-home workouts, right? So now I really get a chance to focus, do some of those hockey-specific trainings that I've been doing at home, wanting to do at home. Now I get to do that. Right, so I'm probably gonna. I don't know how winter league's gonna finish up. So really, kind of trying to stay in kind of goalie focus there. But getting into the spring and summer league, you know, looking at you know, yes, how does forward shape look? As I told uh, my buddy Nick, is not only do I want to go out and play forward this uh, summer, but kind of want to play forward moving forward, and I want to lead the league. Um, I want to be the guy and show that I've still got it. I mean, it was something big. 
uh, when I was younger, when I got, when I was in my teens and got into ball hockey into my early twenties was that was my kind of my, my shtick. And so I'm like, I'm the game changer. And I, and I mean, I had a bit of an ego, I had a bit of a mouth, whatever, right? We're all kind of full of ourselves at that age, but, uh, that was my thing. You know, I, uh, I was telling him like little strategies as we had as a team, if we were spending too much time in the defensive zone, it wasn't necessary. I would, I, I remember happily taking up bench, right? If we had better defensemen, yeah, if we had better defensive players, it's time to use them. Right. And he was like, really? And I said, yeah, for sure. I don't need to pad stats. I knew that opportunities were going to come. I could make, create opportunities to score, to put up my numbers. So that would take care of itself. But in the grand scheme of it, the important thing was understanding as a team, what we needed to do to get win after win after win. At the end of the day, you can be the highest scoring player on a shit team. We wanted to be a good team that also had the highest scoring uh, player that also, you know, was sound defensively. That was just a tough team to play against. And I mean, there was teams that had better systems, right? Whatever it might be. And it's just kind of funny now being in on this thing, having played ball hockey years ago, playing it again, but still having a lot of that knowledge, that insight, but in a 32-year-old body, right? So that hasn't been playing ball hockey consistently for the last 10 years, 15 years, right? So it... I do look back at what could have been had I have remained consistent and on top of it and whatnot, but you know, life goes on and you know, you get distracted and take up other things. I'm not begrudging of that, but again, now is that time to catch up and make up for lost opportunity, lost time. So happy and excited to do that. Uh, very much so actually. Uh, so we're going to see how that plays out this summer. And I'm, uh, I, I am ecstatic about that, but again, we just need to get some hockey going. We need to get people back out. So I think it's funny, pull away to go back in, right? I think it's it's one of those things as we talk about the self-isolating. Uh, I know myself, I've kind of implemented that uh, for my family now is minimizing that social contact, right? Minimizing risk, understanding how risk is. And I maybe thought of doing a video or something to kind of demonstrate um not being too like fancy mathematically, but kind of illustrating the math of how risk and spread and contagion works and how you mitigate your risk and understanding kind of exposure and um, how you've acquired certain exposures versus introducing new exposures, you know, so on and so forth. So we'll again see, and, and maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll talk about that. Feels like we're going to have a lot of time this week to do some podcasting, so catching up on all of that. But uh, the main thing is, is to whether it be normalcy or not, just trying to maintain some kind of routine, something that's going to keep your sanity. And I mean, it's funny because I've seen all these memes about how our grandparents were asked to go to war, we're being asked to sit on our, our ass. It's true, right? Like, and I know, again, there's that double-edged knife, like, yes, what about bills? What about all of those things? Again, that I mean, that becomes kind of a funny and prudent, uh, a financial discussion and a kind of a prudent person discussion um, and financial responsibility discussion more so than a health and, and, and pandemic discussion. Um, but from the pure health and pandemic discussion, I mean, it's not the most difficult thing to be asked to do. Hey, go and chill out for two weeks. Fuck it. Yes. Um, but I do understand the realities uh, that a lot of people face, a lot of us face, um, where you know, money doesn't just grow on trees, right? If you weren't necessarily saving money, who am I to judge? But again, that's where those stresses come in. That's where that stress test on yourself happens. That's where, I mean, you need to band together. And that's where families need to show their strength, show their loyalty to each other, help out, right? Sometimes you just need to give a hand up, not a hand out. But 
sometimes just being there to give that hand up uh, is all it really takes. And uh, I mean, there is a, a, a measure of life going on. Um, I haven't been out and about. Uh, I'm kind of scared to do that. Um, not, not so much scared. I shouldn't use that word. I apologize for using that. Scratch that. Um, <clears throat> if I don't have a reason to go, why would I? Um, but I would be interested to do a drive around just to see like, you know, with malls reducing hours with, you know, big stores running out of shit, like what does the parking lot superstore look like? What does the parking lot of Walmart look like? Those are things I'm, I'm curious to find out and look at right now. And I'm not trying to be fear mongering or anything. That's why I, I said, I, please, please, please forgive me for using that word. Um, uh, scared. That was, um, a horrible choice of words. Um, but, uh, regardless, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a sense of, um, panic, uh, lack of preparation by some people overcompensating. And I think, again, be smart, right, is we're getting new information all the time here, um, again, there's just so much uncertainty, I think that's the big issue here, the underlying principle that's causing such, um, unease in our society, right now as this is going on is uh none other than this uncertainty we just don't know what's going on right now we really don't have a true understanding as regular citizens and civilians as to what is possibly actually going on so as this happens as we learn more i think that's when we react is there's a certain amount of proactiveness that's required and so a certain amount of reactiveness that um needs to transpire so we'll see how that plays out and again all part of the shtick here uh all of this is kind of just flowing right and i think it's trying to grasp what's happening while we look after those close to us while we take care of ourselves while we listen to what the recommended advice is and sometimes that recommended advice is contradictory to our own living circumstances i get that right as they say oh take two weeks to self-isolate well my work hasn't said what they're going to do. Do I want to use up my vacation time? Again, there's a best case scenario here where we say, hey, remember that time we all panicked over that cold that was going around? That's a best case scenario, right? Like, yes, I mean, that will lead to all kinds of other, I mean, issues and questioning of facts and truths and governments. But at a holistic point of view, that is probably a best case scenario. We get to look back on this and be like, hey, remember when? That's what we're hoping for. At the end of the day, that is the best case scenario. That is what we're hoping for. In the event that it isn't, a little bit of prep, I mean, goes a long way. But as I said, yeah, it's it's tough when you're kind of getting pulled in two different ways, right? Because again, work is saying, hey, work's still going on. You still need to be here. You still You still got tasks to complete. Versus the idea of, well, I should be self-isolating and whatnot. So it's a balancing act. I do encourage a lot of employers to kind of make their positions clear as to what their expectations are, what measures they are taking. Uh, I know for me, that was the case, getting emails saying, hey, don't, um, you know, if you don't need to come in, don't do this, don't come in. Uh, whatever. So I appreciated that. I liked that they were on top of that for my poker career. Yes, things are a little bit up in the air right now as terms of what to be planning for. You know, should you be going, you know, should, 
I be looking, should I be booking things for the summer? Should I not be booking things for the summer? Already put in time on my calendar. My calendar is kind of already filled up now. So I kind of know already what my schedule looks like for the summer. Um, you're seeing a lot of these online, these pros, and I use air quotes there, you know, talking about, oh yeah, I'm moving back to online. I'm up this amount, up that amount. I, I get it. Um, and, and yes, online poker can be rather predatory. Um, I, I've long talked about that, that there is a difference between playing the game live, having to stare your opponents down and not having any kind of guides and cheat aids and all of this. It is a very, very, very different game. Online poker versus in-person poker. Um, I've known that since day one. Uh, and it is a transition, uh, mentally, psychologically, game-wise, strategy-wise, uh, anybody who tells you it isn't is full of shit, okay? I, I, I do firmly believe that. I think I would argue from my standpoint, uh, my experience, um, the number of hands, the verifiable number of hands that I've played both online and in person, um, you know, my successes online, in person, uh, the general respect I have about my poker play and my poker knowledge from my peers within the poker community, um, I would tell you that yes, they are two very different um, fruits and vegetables, so to speak. Like it's it, it isn't apples to apples. It is it, online poker, and and whilst the games are the same, it is very different, very 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 different, and uh, do both require different skill sets. There are different um, variables in play. Um, and how these very how variables work in, in trying to accomplish something, uh, I mean, not again to get too mathy on you, but it's it's the degrees to which the variables have an impact, and that's kind of where you start getting into some differential equation kind of things, some fancy algebras um, to try and compute these things. Um, but I mean, from your own head perspective, you're always kind of looking at it from more or less. What affects more, what affects less, and doing your own kind of mental math on the go. It doesn't have to be come up to a number. I mean, what does, you know, 61.73 represent, right? No, 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 you're not coming up with anything like that. You're just in the head, you're doing math, whether you realize it or not. And eventually, as you get good at math, you know, that's why you learn basic math as a kid, to learn less and more. Right? And, you know, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Right? You need to know these things, you need to master these things. And then from there, actually, it's amazing how much math you really do without realizing it. Just because there's no actual numbers involved and everything seems kind of um, algebraic and variable based doesn't mean you're not doing math. Right? So everything you do in life has a strong math component. People who have a strong math understanding um, would tell you that, yes, it does make things, it makes your life both stressful and easier simultaneously. I can I can speak to that myself. But getting back to a poker aspect, yes. Um, so kind of gauging where I'm going to be playing the next little bit here uh, is something to be thinking about, working on, looking at, doing as well. And, uh, but yeah, so at home workouts for me right now, as I've kind of cleared out my workout space again, um, as I like to call it my dojo, my at home dojo, uh, having that set up, um, also kind of, again, a, a little bit of comfort in that, right? And I'm sure if you listen to anybody who does any kind of kind of fitness coaching or lifestyle, you know, that you see online on Instagram, whoever these, you know, whoever it is you follow or subscribe, you know, whatever, 
again, there's a lot of workouts that can be done that are very effective at home. And I think getting, you know, taking some time to get into that exercise habit is also very good for your, you know, mental and physical health as well, especially during this time. So again, I do encourage you to maybe look up some good at home workouts. Um, it doesn't have to be a lot. It can just be, you know, a few workouts, but doing it like, you know, either in supersets or, you know, you do four workouts a day right? So you have X amount, whatever. That's kind of how I tailor my at-home workouts a little bit is I have a certain exercise that I do in clumps, right? So I do like four, two, three, maybe four, depending how I'm feeling, um, clumps of these workouts throughout the day, right? So my body's always being engaged. I'm always kind of resetting. I'm always taking that. And it's good for the brain. Um, there, there is some research there showing that, that it is good for the brain to help reset, um, create endorphins, all of that, boost your immune system through exercise. So again, I encourage you to do that. And however that looks, whether it be doing some sit-ups, some push-ups, planks, whatever it might be, lunges, squats, all these things can be done body weight and can be very effective workouts. Um, and I just encourage you to get some movement in that body, right? There's no sense in sitting around, getting upset, getting depressed, panicking when there's still so much information coming out all the time. So Again, we're all in this together. Uh, that's really what I wanted to stress across this um, episode here today is just like we are all in this together. Uh, don't think for one second. I uh, don't get what uh, all of you are going through. It's very important to me that I got this episode out today um, just really to connect with all of you to show you that, yes, I will be here bringing content this week, um, maybe even trying to do a couple of episodes a day. Um you know, that I think that that might help a little bit. Uh, hopefully, I mean, hopefully all of you that do uh, subscribe to the podcast do enjoy this, uh, our little bit of time together here. So again, if I can do that for all of you, um, for all of us, uh, and just, you know, just take that time to connect, right? Whether it be something specific or just a chance for us to all chat, just to do that, right? And uh, I always try to gear my podcast towards that. Feel like, even though I mean, it is only me talking here right now, uh, that I'm engaging you, right? That we are kind of having a bit of a conversation. So yeah, you might look like the crazy person talking in your car, but I want that. Like, I want you to feel like I have connected with you. I am trying to deliver this to you. Um, whatever your background might be, whatever your situation is, is that create that little bit of something for everybody here. Um, you want, I'm talking about things that, you know, you might not be a poker player trying to connect poker to you, trying to make it more relatable to you, try to convey that to you a little bit. So regardless, hopefully, um, again, you guys appreciate that. Um, really, it means the world to me, um, all the continued and growing support here. Uh, remember uh, to subscribe, however you subscribe to your podcasts or through Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, if you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both uh, this, um, Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. Uh, I just want to wish you all so much love. Uh, take care. And I thank you for tuning in this episode. So take care and uh, bye-bye for now.